You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at soundtalentmedia.com. Welcome, Welcome to the Smoking Word. Welcome to the Smoking Word. Smoking Word Podcast, episode number five. We're at Tsunami Fest in Reading, Pennsylvania, and I'm over here with a special guest, my boy, <laughs> your favorite cat caller, <laughs> Sweetheart, Scarito Dust. Scamito, a.k.a. Say hello, everybody. Say hello to everybody. What's up, what's up, what's up? Yo, this is Scamito, a.k.a. Uh, Scammy Davis Jr. <laughs> and, uh, for everybody out there, um, today's a very special day for me because uh, I get to play with a lot of my boys. Right now we're at Tsunami Feathers. Um, Crown of Thorns is playing today. Um, they were Life good. Agony's playing today. Um, who else was playing? Oh, uh, we had Leeway. Leeway played. Uh, Walls of Jericho's playing. Fucking um, um, Star Studded Affair. And and I got news for you. Last night the Wu Tang Clan. Yes. And who else? Mob Deep. Who else? And then we had some other good people. <laughs> like? We had, well, we had Wisdom and Chains up in there. Killing it, always. Woo, woo. I wish I was And we here. had, well, you wish you were there for that one, right? I was, believe me. I, I was hoping that we were going to play the Wu-Tang there. You know that. I know, when, I know. But. But guess who else popped up? Fucking Ice-T came up in here. Yeah, yeah, it was Coco. He did body count. Tell me how Coco's ass looked in person. I seen it in person. You did? Yeah, when your face says, man, no, 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 so no, well. no, no. I was too busy looking at a swag. Her swag, yeah, juice. You bet. Her swag. You mean her ass, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> no, she was. Yo, she was like. No, he's mad cool. He, yeah, he's, he, he's cool, man. Yeah, and, he, and she was real, like proper. Yeah, now that's good. Now that we we played a couple of shows with him, and he's always yeah, right? mad respectful, and you know they do their thing. I I give him props for that. He's but cool. he's cool. Dude. Yeah, yeah. So um, but I wanna, I want I'm, I'm today's a special day because um. Right now we're gonna we got um it's gonna be I don't know which part but this is one of the parts of a multi um <laughs> multi part episode of a it's a infamous infamous man. infamous tour story oh, probably it, again it was probably top two favorite tours in my life <laughs> and I've been touring for twenty years wow and um wow. basically um we were on the how many years ago I don't remember that, how many it was ninety eight I think ninety eight. It was 98? Or 99. It was basically, we were on the, the, what were we calling it? It was the, it was the, the um. Guilty by the Association. Guilty by Association. Oh, look what we got, here. Look what we got oh shit, Freddie Madboy just walked up in here. <laughs> yeah. Freddie, what's up, brother? I love you. I miss you, man. What's up? Hey, man. How are you? I know. Good? I needed the, the, the family thing. Yeah. Well, anyway. Hey, love you. I love you. Yeah, I, I miss you, ass. You know, I miss Check, you. Check, check. You over here, the fucking suitcase? Yeah, yeah. All right. We're getting... 
That's a language they don't know, right? It's robotic, uh, synthetic. We're going to have somebody come in the code what they were just saying. Schematic. Schematic, like Freddie said. We love you. We love this guy. I miss you, bro. Straight up. Yeah, we're going to miss you. But anyway, yeah. But. I'm, like I said, this is we got. We're gonna record a special episode today, one of many episodes wow. concerning Tijuana. Yep. From the fucking guilty by association tour, 1998, according to Scamito, who was on that tour? If you remember, let's see how good you remember. Let's start with. Hey, yo, by the way, you know what's funny? Freddie just said something. And this is listen, you got to pay attention to signs in life. I know you want to get to the story. But the truth is, in life, there's signs, and signs tell you that you're supposed to be here. I'm drinking a Corona when I normally drink Heineken or Bex, and Corona, and that's Mexican. For beer. Yeah, it's beer. It goes hand in hand. So this is, this is what happened. We went. To, we we decided it was a great idea to go to before Tijuana. Before that, who was on the tour? You say you already forgot. Okay. All right. Who was on tour with, with Scarhead, Earth Crisis, Mad Ball? <laughs> And there was some and other Scarhead. and Scarhead, and there was I think there was another good band with us. Blood for Blood jumped on at one yes. point. Yes, and Hatebreed. Hatebreed, of course. Fucking Hatebreed. What I up, love everybody? Those guys. And Hatebreed, yeah. I love Hatebreed. So basically, where I want to take the story is from. We basically had a day off in San Diego, and a bunch of us decided to go to Tijuana to hang out for the day. Now, people that know us know off the top that's not a good idea. We can it just just saying Tijuana and us on a day off on tour <laughs> that says it all. But we're gonna get um <laughs> scams version. I want to know how you saw that day from the day we, we. I don't know how it started, but who was the first person, or do you remember us saying, "All right, let's hit the Tijuana"? I, I I think I was the guy. I wasn't the guy that came up with the idea, but I definitely was the guy that was hyping it. I was like, "Wow, yeah, great idea, yo! What's good tonight?" I was talking about Mexico, yo. We're going to Tijuana, yo. You coming to Tijuana? I was stopping people, yo. You come with us, yes or no? I so, remember you were definitely excited. You were excited. Excited, and I got a couple guys. I got MQ. Uh, he, you know, I said, "You want to go?" He says, "Yeah, you're gonna go." I said, "Yeah, I'll go with you." So I recruited him, and then obviously Boston Mike was down for anything. Boston Mike, R.I.P. 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 And you, 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 you were happy that MQ and I were doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you wanted yeah. to get in on it because you felt like Corona, back with the Corona boy, the way we are. That's, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. No, but all right. And then who else? And then Freddie. Freddie came. Oh, my God, Freddie. I almost got him killed. But yeah, Freddie. Freddie was there. And George Levels. And fucking Levels, dude. And then also, later on, not the first visit, but the second visit, GOAT. Well, let's take Goat game. Listen, baby steps, baby steps, and let's just um recap. Okay, so let's take it from the way what you remember. Okay, you're on the way to Tijuana now. <sighs> well, we were having a great time. We get inside the place and we fucking we jump in a cab and we get a little closer to the main city in Tijuana from the border. We got out of the car and we we're like, bam, we're gonna fucking drink and get fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, I was like, we were, we were wildin'. We were yeah. wildin'. Then we saw this fucking voodoo witch. Get, let's get, dude, get into that. Dude, get into that. A guy was like here. an evil troll. Like a troll. <laughs> like an evil person. He was, I was calling him our black, what was it? No, 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 our black guardian angel of death. Oh, my 
God, the watcher of death. <laughs> but what do you remember <laughs> he, about it? He, yeah, goes to, he goes to, yo, yo, I see you guys are cool, you're chilling. Thanks for coming to Mexico. Like a proper introduction. I was like, oh, this guy's got class. He was dressed nice, spoke nice. Of course, the devil's going to look like that. And then he, he's like, yo, I got a place for you guys. You go inside, and there's going to be a bunch of naked girls. And all the, the first round is free. And then everything after that, it's like five bucks. And then after that, it's different. Whatever, you know, like a nice deal. He put a package together. He sold us like a cruise ship. So we go into this fucking place and we all walk in all excited. And when we, we started, by the time we looked around, there was only one girl dancing on like six, eight foot tables put together with a blanket over it. <laughs> yeah. And then she was dancing and she never took her clothes off. And they came over with 150 beers, all opened up already. They pop, 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 and they popped them over in front of us. <laughs> pop, 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 pop. They had like 20 people popping out, 150 yeah. beers. We couldn't even say anything. All you heard was pop, 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 pop. It's like a, like a machine gun. So now we have 150 beers open, and they wanted us to pay for all the beers. When we, and there's no naked girls now. And then guess what? The naked girl left. They took the blanket off the thing, and they folded the tables, and now it became, oh, the, uh, the night, nightclub or something. Now it's a nightclub, yeah. the strip club. You just missed the strip club, guys. Now it's a nightclub. There's no so no naked girls and there's 150 beers open. And what do we? How much we owe you? A thousand bucks. And now everybody, I want everybody to remember this. This is 50 minutes in Tijuana. We just stepped on Revolution. Yeah. And um. Yeah. And with that 15 minutes, we already try to get. They, they're trying to hustle us. For, fast forward now. Fast forward. We're so. completely drunk and we almost killed these people. Yeah. We left them. We paid the bill. We we decided to be intelligent. Because they were going to get killed. Someone was going to get killed. We could have got killed easily. We're in your backyard. So most likely we were going to get killed. So now we start bombing with spray cans. And that's where we lost it. Because you can't go drunk with graffiti and being drunk. Now, nah, you, you you forgot one one part. You remember we went to that one <gasps> with club. The whistle. Yeah, the whistles. With the whistles. The club, the, 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 the college bar. <laughs> to let people know what was happening in that bar. They taught, first of all, I don't drink. Um, I don't drink that anymore. <laughs> what tequila? I, don't, I, I, the, the last time I drank tequila was in Tijuana, Mexico, when I went to prison. Let's get. Oh, let's, we're not there yet. Okay. Yeah. So we're at the whistle bar. What do you remember from the whistle bar? They, were, they put a that was towel, the last spot of the put, night. Yeah, they put a towel on my head, like almost they waterboarded me with vodka. Oh, what, what is that? Tijuana yeah, thing. Was a Tijuana waterboard. Yeah. 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 They would just walk up to you, put your head back and put a towel over your head, waterboard you, and they get you, like, you're, 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 you're choking on, and you're drowning on uh, tequila. And then they charge you 50 bucks a shot. And they go, it's a one, 50 plus, you got to tip the people who cleaned your mess. Yeah. What mess did I do? Well, you waterboarded everything. That's another 50. It was 100 person there. So, so I remember, I got, there's actually a picture Somewhere, I think I got a picture of a, a Polaroid. There is, there is, and you already saw the devil in our faces. You saw, that day. You saw Freddy's face. Yes, you remember that one. You saw my face. Yes. What was they doing? Listen. So, all right, we leave the whistle place, and I remember that was the last spot before we were, we decided to head back. Now that's okay. Where you take over? So MQ was bombing. He did a big throw up. I'm like, wow, and he got me so fucking excited. <laughs> I said, give me the can. <laughs> I ran across the street, and I hit this fucking big-ass supermarket grating. It was like 15 feet tall, 20 feet wide, and I caught like four-foot tag. Now, Scam DMS. Let me stop you real quick. Now, I want, every, I want to paint this picture a little 
um, brighter for you guys real quick. This is on Revolution, the main avenue, on a fucking Saturday night in Tijuana. Yeah. Hundreds of fucking people on the street. Oh, I forgot to mention that. Right, yeah. Uh, and that the Federale police were on motorcycles doing wheelies up and down Revolution earlier that whole day. Yeah. Doing wheelies, the cops. Showing off. Doing wheelies, dressed in fatigues, hanging off fucking trucks. With machine guns. Base, yeah. With so, machine guns. So, now this is the avenue packed scam decides to get artistic. I just got crazy, and I knew because of the whistle blowing and the waterboarding <laughs> and, and the fake naked bitches that weren't naked, and then they started dancing, and we bought 150 beers, and then we had to go through the waterboarding process of, of tequila. So... The paint comes out. I bombed this big-ass scam, a four-foot tag, like six-foot wide scam that I put DMS. DMS was like, uh, again, four foot and about three feet. <laughs> and then by the time I come up, I turn around, a fucking cop jumped the curb with the fucking SWAT car, almost ran me over and killed me. Ah, boom! I turn around, boom! The guy's in my face. So I'm not even going to run. I gave up. You got me. I gave up. You know, he, was right. he almost broke my knees with the car. He came up the sidewalk and crashed between me and the fucking wall when I was bombing, so I got caught. Now he grabs you. <laughs> yeah. He was pissed off. He threw me in the fucking thing, and he goes, where's the fucking guy with the red hair? That's, well, whatever. We're now, not that part. at that part, where the next thing we know, we're looking, and the cop car is on revolution. Scam is handcuffed in the back of a paddy wagon. Or whatever, the, not even a patio, whatever the fuck it was, a, a Celica. <laughs> or whatever it, it, that, it was some little no, no, shit. No, it was a Toyota. Toyota. Yeah. I look over. <laughs> now, I'm gonna, I look over, and you're in the back of this cop car. Handcuffed. And I'm flipping because now so one of us is locked up. I know. Now, man. what do you see from inside the cop car? <sighs> well, before, let me, and tell, then, me, what tell, happened? let me tell what happened. Let me tell what happened. Because so, this was, min, min, it was just like a couple minutes from right. them catching you, putting you in the right. van right. to the next. No, no, no. I didn't, they didn't, they, or the car. No, no they didn't, this is not the breakout story yet. Let me no. Tell what happens now. So he left me in the car because he wanted to go find the other guy that he saw that was doing something to a monument. It was the biggest monument in the whole entire country. It was the guy they loved the most, Santa Ana. And for some reason, they liked that guy a lot. And... The statue was a real big thing for them. So anyway, so he wanted to find that guy, which was MQ. So now, while he's looking for that guy, MQ comes out of like a like a like a tree, like a, like a garbage and some garbage bags. He came out of a garbage bag behind a tree, and he looked at me. I'm like, open the door. He goes, no problem. You know, with our facial expressions. And then he opened the door, but I didn't have. He opened it too soon. I was trying to get the handcuffs from from be from behind me to in front of me. I couldn't get it done in time. So when he opened the door, handcuffs were behind me. So I was like, fuck, that was too quick, MQ. So I ran now. I ran out of the the, the SWAT car. <laughs> I look over. I saw a white flash, like a ghost, go by, and uh, like I said it on the other one. I didn't hear a boom, but it felt like I heard a boom, like it a cannonball. It was all I saw was your back and handcuffs glittering into the darkness. Oh, God almighty. I should have died, dude. I should, I'd never do that again in my life. So, boom, the, the cop, the door mysteriously opens. Scam handcuffs starts going running. Revolution, <laughs> Tijuana, Oof. fucking tw 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning. Might have been 3.30. Whatever, right. whatever it was. <laughs> So you disappear in the darkness, and we think that's it. Now you're running. What? What's well, happening? The guy, he had two choices. 
He said, do I get the guy who opened the door to release the prisoner who has no handcuffs on? Or do I go chase the guy with the handcuffs? I could probably catch him. Because the other guy booked like speed lightning. And I booked too, but I got handcuffs behind me. It's hard to run with that shit. Then he whips out his gun. And he's running with his gun in the air. And he's chasing me down this fucking alleyway now. And I think he, he shot off around. Then he shot maybe like, I think he shot, a, maybe there might have been warning shots. Cause there was because. There was warning shots. He, he, really, he didn't really shoot at me. George Levels went down. You know, he was shooting up in the air. Levels okay. says he saw flashes. Right. It was in the air shots, right? Because so, it but, was. It was. I, I knew, like, it wasn't It wasn't as loud as the as direct sound, but it, it wasn't even like I didn't hear no ping, like yeah, well, yeah. shit, nothing. But I knew at one point, I, this guy's catching up to me. <laughs> so now I said I got to run two blocks back up to go back to the main Santa Ana Boulevard, whatever they call Revolution. it. Revolutionary Boulevard. And um, and anyway, so I ran up there and I said, let me give up over there. So I ran up there. When I got up there, I went right to the ground and I stayed there waiting for him to get me. I'm waiting for him to come. I'm giving up now. So the first way he responds to me giving up is a big fat kick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he kicked my tailbone so fucking hard. That for like two, three, maybe three, maybe like three months away, like three months away, my ear was ringing from the kick in my ass. <laughs> so he, he kicks you in the ass. Yeah. And then he grabbed me. He fucking just was fucking manhandling me two blocks the other way to get back to the SWAT car. When he throws me in the fucking SWAT car, he was already like sweating head to toe because he ran two blocks. Two blocks down, two blocks this way, two blocks this way. Two blocks to get me, to walk me back, whatever. Kicked me, was shaking me all the way, right? So he's fucking sweating his ass off. Throws me in the car, sits in the car, and all of a sudden, I almost had a heart attack. The front door opens up, and someone jumps in the front seat and closes the door. Who was that someone? Freddie Madball. <laughs> now, what does he tell you? I'm in the back seat as a prisoner with handcuffs. And I'm in the middle. On my left is the cop. On my right is Freddie Madball. My ass is hurting. My, my ear is ringing. And I look at Freddie's profile and I look at his profile. And they're looking at each other in the eye. And the first thing I said was my stupid decision of me running and doing the graffiti is going to get Freddie Madball killed. Because of my stupid thing that I do. I swear to God. I said, Freddie's dying today. Because you can't go into a cop's car Freddie without... was oblivious. Right. That day, by the way, too. Everybody was. His face, he looked like a the fucking... Devil. Everybody had the devil in him. <sighs> yeah. So he's in the car. Now what? He talks to the cop. And the cop somehow respects him. I don't know how. Because... If that was the cop and you went into my car and invited, the first thing I do is I put a bullet in your stomach. <laughs> you don't come in my car invited. Who are you? You trying to break him out, nigga? Let me put a bullet up your fucking ass. He didn't shoot Freddie. And I was that I was so nervous about that. I said, Freddie's gonna die today, right in front of me, because of me. But that didn't happen, thank God, thank Jesus. And then he looked at Freddie's eyes and Freddie goes, Yo, can I give you some money right now? This guy's gotta come with us, man. Like that. And the guy goes, no, you can't do that. He goes, well, what can I do? I want to help him out, man. He's a good guy. He goes, go, go pick him up at this place. We'll be waiting for you. 
Yeah, he gave him some um, address to some priest you know, right. somewhere. And, and they wanted 5000 bucks when we got there. So they actually, in reality, they wanted the money. Yeah, but yeah. But they wanted to do it properly. Yeah, or at least make it look like that. Right. Now, this is what I always want to know because I never... All right, they got you in the car. I want to know from the second they're pulling you out the car and where you go from there. I want to. I want you. So you're locked up. All right. So Freddie's running around. We're gonna hear that story eventually. Right. Freddie's running around on a goose chase looking for you. Now they got you. They where? What do they do? Pull into the, right, the, the police happened. precinct. Right after, left, right after he left Freddie, the guy really wanted to give me a piece of his mind, and, and he says, "I'm gonna show you something. How we how we, what we do out here." And he started going fast in the car and stepping on the brakes. And my head was banging, boom. I'm like, oh, shit, this guy's got to, he knows what he's doing. So he's going fast, like every street, and he's drag racing by himself. And I'm bouncing inside the, the car, my head, my shoulders, my collarbone, everything is hitting everything. So he's, he's kind of beating me up in the car without, without him beating me up. Now, we get into this fucking precinct. And we walk in. And the first thing that we do, the first thing, we walk in, and they cut the line. There was a whole bunch of people online to go see the judge. The judge is sitting on a chair. I'm in front of him looking. He's like two feet under me, sitting in a chair. He's not above me in America. The- yeah, not under this big, fancy, wooden yeah. podium. Here's a guy on a, on a, a fucking a, shitty chair. Yeah, on a fucking eight-foot eight table, sitting on a, on a, on a metal in aluminum chair, whatever. And he's like... What are you doing? The guy goes, the guy goes, Santa Ana statue. Some shit. The guy took the pen. No, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. First he starts getting mad. What? The statue? Right, he gets mad. Then I had a laminate around my neck. And it had the scarhead character, the green one. Had the scarhead character that the guy from Japan uh, uh, did. And, um... Anyway, scarred in the scarred, yeah. So it was a green face. And he looked at it. He goes, "What is this? Like you know, like you're like a devil or something." Then they make me take my shirt off, and they look at this tattoo right here. And they didn't for everybody know, out there, yeah. it's a mummy on fire, right? Is yeah. that a good way to describe it? <laughs> it is, yeah. You know, you could if you ever see scam dust anyway, you can ask him the meaning. And if he feels like he's in the mood to tell you, he'll tell you. But it's basically a mummy kind of on fire. <laughs> on my right arm. On his right arm. But the guy didn't know that because he's not artistic. He saw an animal that reminded him of a chupacabra. Because <laughs> chupacabras have scales in the back. Oh, yeah. So he goes, ¿Qué eso? ¿Una chupacabra? He, and he owned the farm. This is what I found out. Yeah. The, the, the judge owned the farm where the chupacabra sucked the blood out of his cows, out of his herd. And so he was pissed. He took it personal. Took I, the pen. I know a couple of chupacabras. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one in Florida. Yeah, yeah. That one in Florida. Remember that one uh, that, the, yeah. in, in Orlando? Pacancha, Pacincha. Pachanga. Pachanga! Anyway, he took the pen, slammed. He goes... And then after he, no, then the guy said, after he, okay, he's mad at me now because of Chupacabra. Then the guy goes, by the way, they're here because they did graffiti on the statue of Santa Ana. Then he took the pen. He took the pen and he slammed it. Harpoon, harpoon, it. And the pen bounced off the table, started flying. And he goes, he goes to me, Te voy a señal a repetar a México. <laughs> That's hard. Well, hold up. For I'm going to translate it for you gringos out there. He says, I'm going to show you how to respect Mexico. You yeah. Know? 
One of these. No, take no, one of these. One of these. Thank you. Please. That's what he said. In other Thank words, you. he told me, I'm going to show you how to respect Mexico. I'm like, oh, man, what does that mean? That's when they took me into the back room where the police were changing because they were changing shifts. And I walk into this fucking locker room. And I'm like, this ain't a jail. This is a locker room. <laughs> and everybody was changing their clothes and high-fiving each other and chilling. And they were hanging out. And it turns out they were in their own locker room. Can somebody open this beer for me? Yeah, right. You're yeah. right there. You're like a, you're like a, a fucking... Um, yeah. A scarecrow. A, a sca yeah, yeah, a scarecrow. <laughs> so you're in the fucking locker room. So now they, they took the handcuffs off me. I was like, oh, the handcuffs are coming off me. Yo, I had handcuffs for like two hours. They took them off, then they put the handcuffs back on. But they put them in the front. Then they said they got a cardboard box. They put it on their hold. They go, you're going to walk from here to here. At the other end of the locker room, and there's guys in both sides of me, and they go, we'll let you go if you can put blood in the box. So as wait, I... Wait, hold on. What do you mean? They, wanna, they want me to cough up blood on the box, uh, and they'll let me go. So I'm already... I, mean, I thought I was going to jail. Now I'm in the locker room. So now I'm walking with the handcuffs with the box. I'm getting a fucking some tremendous smacks. No punches, no punches, like, like you know, like a phone book, a slap, a kick, you know. No, no punches, though. But they're just kind of just giving you yeah, some. Yeah, but good ones, good ones, good ones. I mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> they did a good job. Good job. They were good, they good, were good bad guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, one time, like, I fell into one of the benches, and I think I cracked my rib on that one. Like, because I got one left and one right, you know, they came in, like, bang, bang, and I just kind of fell, bah, I broke my rib or something, whatever. I got punched or kneed or whatever. So now I got a busted rib. And I had a, 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 my tailbone was just hurting for like, uh, for like months and months and months. So after they did that shit, I started acting. I became an actor. And I said, let me cough up. Let me sh fucking throw up. And I don't know if there was any blood in there, but maybe there was. <laughs> but I just gave them, you know, whatever. My nose is bleeding. So whatever. They got everything. They got the blood. They got throw up. They got mucus everything. So now they take me into the jail. They walk me into this jail. And I walk in. I'm like, holy shit, there's girls in here too. They had girls in there. They had girls in there for a brief minute because they, they they couldn't move it around and, and they're gonna get raped. Yeah, so they had a fuck. What do you call that shit? Um, what do you call? They that? had a mix up. And they had what do you no call guards. It when you got boys and girls together. Co-ed, co-ed. You had a co-ed jail mm -hmm. or cell? Was it a co-ed? Co the cell that was co-ed. The, the first cell. Then there was many barriers. There were many layers of cells, and the prison is. It's really the way they got it set up. It's almost like a little city within a city. And they had like plants growing in there. They had like 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 avocado plants in there, and they're gonna like grow something, eat something. And then anyway, I met you know when I was in there, I knew I was in trouble. I had a little problem with some young kids because I was thirsty. I was dehydrated from running, getting beat up, and all that. And I needed to drink something. <laughs> Where's you out? <laughs> so and partying and drinking, yeah. and waterboarding, yeah, waterboarding, waterboarding with the with the with the liquor. Yeah. <laughs> that was the song. Remember? Oh God. But this is the whole thing. So when you were in there, that was the first day. You were there two days, two and a half days? Yeah, I think three days, two nights. The first, so the first day you just stood kind of like going through the system, right? Right, but then I, I had $3 on me. For some reason, they let me have $3 on me. I don't know how they did that. I don't know what, well, I don't know if someone left money. I don't know, I had like three bucks. I don't know how I had it, but anyway, I bought some water, and the water seal was open, and they were sending me water that was coming out of the drain, and I don't want to die in Montezuma's Revenge. <laughs> So I told, I didn't drink the water. I goes, what's the matter? My water's not good for you. Some stupid shit like that. 
I'm like, yo, give me my money. I told you I want water that's fresh and clean. I thought you had a connection in the jail. So we kind of had a little, like, he came at me with a swing, and I just got real quick. I just, I, you know, I was just wanted to end it real quick, and I got a good shot, knocked him out. And then the the guy that saw everything, he was a Yavadon. He was a key holder. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call him, the key holder, because the key holder is the one that moves the prisoners around to see the judge. Because the, 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 the correction officers and the cops, they don't go into the prison. So the Yavadon saw what I did, and he saw, like, I was, like, backing myself up. You know, like, I'm not, I mean, I'm going to die, but I'm going to die happy. <laughs> You know, because I accepted my death. I accepted my death. I already had, I already, going in there, I already knew I was going to die. So, and I saw the vision of my parents or my brother coming, identifying my body. I saw all that in my head. So I accepted death and I was cool with it. And then um, I became the Yavador with this dude. Me, him and I became the Yavador, the key holder of the prison. He was an ex-Marine, by the way, of Mexican Marine. Now, remember, this is, he was there for just, for two and a half days. This is all happening in like two days of fucking. It's a matter of hours from one day he's doing fucking poppers or whatever the fuck we're doing, tequila fucking shooters. And we played shows everywhere. We we had a fight with the black girl in Arizona Uh-oh. with the knife. That's another story. Cappuccino. Yeah. Cappuccino. She stabbed the bus driver. Uh, not the bus driver. The Come whatever. The, the the you know what I'm saying. The thing. Listen, so you're in there, you do the two days, they finally, when's the word that you, how, where are you when you get the word that you're going to get bailed out? All right, well, let me tell you what happened now, though. Let me tell you what happened. While I was in jail, I was talking to this dude, and and he started, like, telling me some stuff that was very incredible. And I started really respecting this guy because he was a Marine, he saw UFOs, you know, he'd been on the government thing, and he was there when the president got shot in the head, and he snuffed the shooter, the, the assassinator of their president. Or the, I think the guy was running for president, or he was president. However, he was political. Yeah, when it, when they shot the guy in the head on national TV on CNN, there was no Fox News, there was no NBC, MSNBC, there was nothing. The only news station that had cable was well, CNN. Well, I gotta be Fox News always first. Well, that's another podcast. We get that. But the only newscast at that time was CNN, and I was watching TV one time, and I saw this dude snuff a guy who just killed the guy, either was the president or was running for president. And he snuffed him. Anyway, I met that dude. That dude was the guy who beat, made me the key holder and got me out of it. Because MS-13, there was like at least 50, 60, 70 MS-13 gang members scattered throughout that whole prison. Yeah, definitely. Tijuana had all the, you know, the boy, any border town shot. You know what I mean? I should have died, dude. I mean, straight up, man. I should have got killed over there. Straight the fuck up. I, I, I don't know how the you how that cop didn't sh- try to shoot you. I mean, he must deal with that, but still, the shots going off, police, people running in handcuffs. How the fuck somebody didn't die? I don't know. What I want to know, where are you when you get the word that you're going to get bailed out? Let me tell you something. At one point, I'm sitting and we're having a good conversation, me and the ex-Marine from Mexico. And he tells me, you know, I don't know why I'm going to tell you this, but I, I feel like telling you this. I think God wants me to talk to you. I said, what do you want to tell me? You're going to have two boys. You're gonna, I'm going to have two sons? He goes, yeah. I go, yo, bro, I'm a fucking you know, crazy... Graf- I didn't know that. Yeah, graffiti writer, rock star dude. What do you mean I'm going to have two sons? Yeah, you're going to have two sons, man. But wait, before he said that, and I'm going to end it like this. Before he said that part, he said to me, he said, when he told me the story that he was the guy that snuffed the, the, the guy who shot the president, I go, I saw you. The minute I, he told me that, that's like God telling me, or whoever you believe God is a universe, but to me it's God. God told me, yo, buddy, you're not going to die in prison. I got you. 
because what are the chances of me looking at this guy 10 years ago? This happened 10 years before I met this guy. I saw him on TV in New York City in Corona, Queens. I happen to be watching CNN News. I see him snuffing the guy, and I meet the guy who snuffs the guy in a Mexican prison. I'm like, I'm good. Then he tells me, yeah. then he tells me I'm having two kids, and guess what happens? I hear, Franco! 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 It was... Oh, Isaac was there. Like he went to bail me out, too. Like Look how funny that is. So when they came to bail, scam out. Isaac was one of the guys that showed up. Isaac just walked in. Guess who we are lucky to have? Walk in the room on cue. Saw that worked. Saw that worked. Special things happen. Damn it, Isaac. Do me a favor. You came to feed me. You you gave me an avocado like like a sandwich or something. You, I'm still feeding you. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, Isaac found you. You had no clothes on. He he clothed you. They they fed you. They bathed you. You see the. The, the little monkey on Hangover? That's basically, that's what I did for him. That's his role. So, he's actually, boom. Yo, he's so good. You know, I love him, man. You know, I don't care. If anybody's going to diss me, it better be Isaac, nobody else. Because he just walked in here, guys. You have no idea. I'm having a conversation with, with, with Hoya. And this the devil of the Jewish people comes here. <laughs> and he starts talking that quick and destroying me like that. He, I let him go. He's the only one that could do that. Nobody else is allowed to do that. Well, I'll, I'll let you guys do this podcast. No, do me a favor. When you came to visit me in the no, prison, no, no, no. when you came to visit me in prison, how was it? It was great. <laughs> yeah, <I did. laughs> What do you mean? Yeah, Hoya yeah. warned all of us. Yeah, no, no, you did. Yeah, you you did. did. Look, the one thing I remember, I, I remember I looked at you and I said, "Yo, you coming with us? We're going to TJ." You were like, "No." It was like Mercury and me. He said, "We're coming out." I said, "No, I'm staying in." I said, "You got a lot." No, Isaac was so smart. But you know what? You know what I like about Isaac? Because he should have been annoyed and say, "Fuck scam dust. He's fucking up my tour. I got to keep going." Isaac said, "I'll let the one tour. You didn't go to one of your shows." The best part is. I was locked up and you came to visit me. The best yes, part the best part of this was I heard on the way back you came back with a giant Jesus. So <laughs> a Jew brought a giant Jesus across the border. Uh, he, one Jew carrying another Jew. Jesus yeah, was the, the Jew. Jew. Jesus was a Jew guy. Exactly. <laughs> Jews for Jesus. Finally. <laughs> Yo, Crown of Thorns is going on stage now? Yeah. Oh, shit, how much are you on? I go on five minutes. Oh, yo. Right. Let's finish the story up real quick. Uh, real quick, you're out of jail. Right. Oh, okay. They let me out of the fucking jail. I decided to say, they decided to say, yo, I'm going to get the fuck out of here, and I'm going to go back to America. And, I, and for some reason, I thought America was, like, over there, and I started walking to that direction. So I'm walking two blocks. When I get to the second block, you know what I see? I see. I see one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen fucking dogs. <laughs> A bunch of dogs prancing. Looking at garbage, looking at squirrels. Anything they, they're gonna kill something. The wild dogs. They they this is this is like hungry and they gotta eat something, right? Mm-hmm. So I, my heart starts beating, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to fucking get me. I got I can't hide. They're going to sense me. Because I had an option. Hide or run? I decided to run. I run so fucking fast. I get back to the prison. Nobody's opening the door. I had seconds. There was a van parked in front of the prison. Jump in front of the van, and I put my back laid flat, looking at the sky, not looking at no dogs in the eye contact. <laughs> And the dogs are going crazy. 
And I'm like, you can't see me, bitch, because I'm in the middle of the van, back faced up to the sky. On the roof of the van. On the roof of the van, hiding from them. A limousine pulls up. A limousine pulls up. A limousine. The window rolls down halfway because the dogs are going wild. I'm like, I look at the fucking limousine, and who do I see? Goat. Goat's in the limousine. I say, is that you, goat? He goes, scam? I go, yeah. Goat. I said, roll the window back up and open the sunroof. I jump from the van into the sunroof to get into the limo, and George Levels was in the car, too. Ladies and gentlemen, we out. Follow us on SoundCloud.com. Follow us on our YouTube channel, Smoking Word Podcast. Make sure you check out CasaTheRock.com. Peace.